Hello and welcome to episode 279 of The Chimney, Knights of Columbus. You know, I joined the Knights back when my dad was a grand knight and only ended up going to one meeting. I brought my young kid and was told I wasn't allowed to have him at any future meetings. I explained my wife was running a prayer group on the same night every month and was told it didn't matter, no kids allowed, no matter how young, no matter the circumstances. They're a great organization, but that was enough for me. Now let's take a minute to look at the trending topics people were talking about on Catholic Twitter this week. Knights of Columbus, Senators Harris and Hirano raised concerns about a potential federal judicial nominee being part of a, such an extreme group. Writer and speaker Katie Prejean McGrady checked in. The only thing extreme about the Knights of Columbus is how committed they are to pancake breakfast, barbecue, chicken dinners, and Tootsie Roll fundraisers. While Friar Nick is hoping for insider info, I'm a third degree Knight of Columbus. I hope the fourth degree is where they teach you to make pancakes real good. Cardinal Whirl. Turns out the Cardinal knew about abuse allegations concerning McCarrick a long time ago and didn't do a whole lot. At Dr. Josh Madden summed it up, I perfectly understand why so many are angry at the latest news involving Whirl. However, I for one simply find myself exhausted by it. I feel so resigned and so burnt out that all of it, by all of it that I'm not sure I have the energy to even be angry and that's really, really sad. Baptism of Jesus, he didn't get total immersion, but he did get baptized. That Father Leo Feeds tweeted that the day encourages us to stir up the waters of our own baptism. With God, we can get through anything. And it just wouldn't be the chimney without giving turds to the bad and tulips to the good, so let's go turds. There's some reporter on Twitter named Ed Crasson for this one. Most of the atheists I know are better Christians than most of the Christians I know. Thanks, Ed. Tulips to J.D. Flynn for sharing today's CNA newsroom conversation. Wherever you find charismatics, you'll find a frisbee. Turds to the aforementioned cardinal world for just being the absolute turd of them all. Tulips to Zach Cutie Pie Maybe for this one. Kickstarter to open a coffee shop for trendy TLM millennials called Maya Maxima Cuppa. Turds to Facebook for censoring pictures of king cape babies because of nudity. All hail our algorithm overlords. And tulips to at Celeste underscore CC7 for the hottest and most correct take I've seen in a while. Quote, perhaps someday North Americans may be recalled for publishing the most books on faith and producing so few saints. And a few last tweets worth rereading before handing out the big one. At Tea with Tolkien was on it as usual. Peter, do you love me? Follow me. Peter, do you love me? Fave my tweets. Peter, do you love me? Retweet my threads. At Fab underscore Catholic is dropping truth bombs. We need more people taking their role as godparents seriously. Seriously. And at Deadnista is literally me teaching my daughter to make sure she brushes her teeth for two minutes has helped me to realize there's absolutely no way I brush my teeth for two minutes. And the one that made me laugh more than all the rest, the winning tweet of Catholic Twitter for the week, it's Father Anthony, finding it a bit difficult to move forward with the tradning, sent an email to a priest to ask about learning the TLM. No response yet. Do TLM priests use email, smoke signals? Do I need a dove to deliver a handwritten fountain pen letter with a wax seal? Oh crap, they only understand Latin. I'll never get through. Thanks for letting me say crap on the podcast. That's it for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening and putting out all the great tweets. Be kind to each other, pray more, fast a bit, and let's all ask for the grace to abandon ourselves entirely to God's providence. Also, do you ever listen to a homily and think about how it would be accepted or heard by someone who was coming to Mass for the first time or coming to Mass during a time of great darkness and suffering, angry at God and able to do little more than just show up on Sunday morning? I think priests and deacons should consider this, not to put a damper on speaking the truth, but to ensure they're doing it with love. So even the most hurting, bitter, and barely there of us can hear it and receive it and feel like we can keep coming back. Prayers for you all. Take care.